Champion Podcast. Um, see, it's a special edition. This is the late night episode of the Frying Pan Podcast. I am currently on my floor, wrapped in a heated blanket. Um, I should have had this episode done like yesterday, but you know, sometimes you're just not feeling it. You're not in the mood. That's just how it was. Um, but welcome, one and all. My name's Dan. Uh, this pop culture podcast. We talk about what's going on in the world, what's new, what's exciting. Um, let's see, anything in my world that's new and exciting? Um, not a whole lot. I have a job interview on Wednesday, hopefully. Fingers crossed. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm listening to a nice, nice mix right now. Enjoying the time of my life. Um, Got the LED lights on, kind of a vibe. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm on my floor. I'm having a good time, though. But today is Wednesday, January whatever. I think it's 20th or 19th. But um, we got a new president here in the States. Uh, Joe Biden's inauguration was today. And all in all, went smoothly, I'd say. I watched a good portion of it, kind of a good portion Um you know, Lady Gaga was there. She killed it. Uh, Jennifer Lopez was Jennifer Lopez was there. She killed it. Um, Garth Brooks, that was kind of sad. He did Amazing Grace, and then he was like, "I want everyone to sing this with me." And he was like, "Amazing Grace," and nobody, and I mean nobody, was with him. Kind of sad, but I guess it is what it is. You hate to see that happen. And then. I'd say the star of the show was a 22-year-old poet named... Hold on, give me one second here, people. Please. Um, Amanda Gorman. 22-year-old young black woman. Absolutely fucking killed it with her poem. It's, it's one of those things, though, where um, like she's absolutely fucking killing it, and she's only 22, and it's like, well, shit, what am I doing in my life? But, I mean, that's just, I guess, a pessimistic outlook on things. But, no, she she killed it. It was very, it was very impressive, to say the least. I mean, you, you assume that some of the poets got away with words, but she got it. And then um, Joe Biden had, like, a 20-minute inauguration speech. And whoever is writing that man's speeches, get him a raise, man. Get him, get him a medal. I mean, all right, I will say. There was a few times in his speech where, like, he kind of had said the same line, like, four times. And I'm like, oh, no, is Joe going senile right here on stage? But then he, like, brought it back, and it was fine. But honestly, really good on Joe. But it's nice, you know, for a lot of people now that we got some hope going towards the future. A lot of people are excited about the future now. You know, pandemic permitting and when all that's said and done. But And then I'd say the cherry on the cake was... Trump leaving the White House and getting on an aircraft or whatever, going away to wherever he's going, hopefully jail. We'll see. But um, they were playing YMCA as he was walking out, and it was it, it, it was comedic, but at the same time, everything that's happened with him, you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, no, that's fitting. That makes sense. I'm with it. So that was interesting. But new president, new hope, hopefully. We'll see how it goes. Time will tell, but his speech, it was nice. I mean, a lot of things he was standing for was unity, which is a very hard thing to, 
I'd say, strive for in this uh, America, since a lot of people are very divided on their beliefs, and a lot of people are very, like, strong-headed on their beliefs, and they don't want to change. But I think we can get the job done. I, I, his speech was really good. I was very impressed. Like I said, whoever wrote it, get him a medal. And if Joe wrote it, holy shit, man, that's nuts. <laughs> but um, let's see. I got to... <laughs> I gotta like arch up and I'm doing like crunches to try to switch between the articles. Um, let's see, what do we got? Oh, this was kind of interesting. It's not like major headlining news or anything, but it was uh, a chef in Toronto is trying to revive what is known as a uh, food carving, which is like, you know, someone will turn like a tomato into a rose they don't really do that that often anymore but this man is single-handedly trying to bring back the art of it and honestly i'm just i just want to put this on the podcast podcasts the podcast because i want people to understand hey this is kind of cool maybe we should bring this back maybe we should get more people into this then i'm thinking like i i think the reason it's probably not popular would be i guess you're kind of wasting food if you don't use what you cut off because obviously you're carving like say a tomato to make it into something so what are you gonna do with the excess parts and i guess if you're cooking you can use it but at the same time it's like well it's a bit wasteful i'd say a bit wasteful but anyway i'm just trying to bring awareness to food carving so oh shit here we go again i'm getting up you know what i'm gonna sit cross-legged we're gonna sit cross-legged here but hold on let me get the heat blanket around me gotta get comfy here just get comfy wherever you are unless you're driving then that's kind of out of your hand but uh fuck what is this what is his name frankie young pookie i probably butchered that and i'm sorry but and the article goes into detail about um him being an apprentice to what is known as a a shifu s-h-i-f-u or master skillfully maneuver and carve Wait a minute. Did they do this to me? Oh my goodness. Alright. I'm an upset man. It just keeps getting worse. Why do people that put out articles feel the need to put it behind a paywall? No one is going, no one at all is going to pay $1.49, that's $1.49 a week, just to read articles. I'll be honest with you. Not a single person in the world cares that much, unless you're me and you need it to do what you need to do. So now I'm just upset. So shout out Frankie Young Puiki, who is I'm 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 guess I'm gonna assume from the article. Here's the thing: I read the article like two days ago and I didn't get this thing. What a disappointment. Now I let you guys down. But I guess I'm just bringing awareness to hey, let's bring back food carving. Now. I will say I have a couple other, you know, interesting, it depends which way you look at it, of topics. And uh, the first one was, I guess, all right, so the Mets, New York Mets baseball, we're talking, we're talking sports now. Um, they recently hired a GM named Jared Porter, and it came out that apparently, oh, fuck, what was this? Back in 2016, he sent a string of 62 consecutive unanswered texts 
to a female reporter with, you know, unsolicited dick pics. This guy's probably fucking weirdo, drunk, doesn't doesn't justify it or make it any way possible, but I would really hope that you're not sober in doing this. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how you get so desperate to send 62 messages and then not get a response and then just do the shit you do. You know what I mean? It's just fucking weird, man. People are so fucking weird. So, Jared Porter, believe it or not, not the GM for the Mets anymore. Who'd have known, um, Sending unsolicited uh, lewd messages would lose your spot as GMs of the New York Mets. You learn something new every day, I guess. That's we're always evolving. But um, yeah, no, that this it's an absolute fucking mess, and it's just like I don't get how people can be like that. Well, it's like first off, no one in the world, maybe nine point five out of ten people, would not want to receive just like an unsolicited dick pic. There is no one in the world. I'd like. I'd imagine there's like couples, where like you know, they're sexing. It's just what couples do, and I'm sure they don't want to see that shit. No one wants to see that shit. It's weird, man. It's gross. Put that thing away. They're like children here. But I'd hope not. But you never know. People are fucking weird. And this Jared Porter dude. How do you send sixty-two? How sad and down on your luck do you gotta be, to send sixty-two messages and not get a response? And it's consecutive. This wasn't over like, oh, it's over the span of like uh, a couple years. No, man. This was back to back to back. Jared, man. Just try better, man. Just don't. This isn't the approach. You know it. I know it. The world knows it. Jared, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. You kind of fucked yourself. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a person for like cancel culture or anything. And, like, I, I I view this in the same light of, like, when you have, like, people that grew up and they're famous now, and then back in, like, 2014, they tweeted, like, a song lyric with the N-word in it, like, with the A, that kind of thing, and then they get, like, murdered for it, and, like, I guess that's different, but the same thing of, like, just try not to do stupid things like in social media or like just don't do stupid shit like that in general, man. It's not hard. I get, you know, you have a few drinks and you're not really in control of yourself. But in that case, like if you're the type of person to do shit like that, have someone be like, hey, man, I'm going to take your phone because I don't want you to do something weird. I'd hope you have good enough friends to do that. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that's a lesson for like people growing up like, hey. What you do and what you post on social media, if you post something fucked, it'll probably come back to haunt you. So, just don't. How's that sound? Is that okay? I mean, like, we, everyone's done stupid shit in the past. Like, But the thing is, I guess, I don't know if it's just a generational thing. Obviously not, because this uh, Jared Porter is not that old. But, I mean, for me, it's like, the dumb things I did as a kid was like, just in person, not on social media. And the dumb things was like getting a speed a t speeding ticket or like I didn't steal. I, well, I, I did from like I, I stole from Lake Compounds when I was like eight on a school field trip because my friend peer pressured in, me into it. Uh, not my friend anymore. He was a bad influence. I think he does heroin now, actually. Shout out to him. I hope he's doing well. But regardless, um, 
Yeah, like, I, I, growing up, I don't think I did that stupid shit. I know I was never the type of person to just be like, ah, man, I'm kind of bored. I think I'm just going to send someone a dick pic really quick. That's just weird. That's just unsettling. Kind of says a lot about you if you're that kind of person. I'm not trying to call you out or anything and make you feel bad, because, you know, people grow from these things, but... If you do stupid shit, stupid shit's going to come back to bite you. That's just the way of the world, man. What goes around comes around. It's like the snake eating itself. I don't know what you call that. I almost said Aurora Borealis, but that's Northern Lights. I'm all sorts of fucked up. I'm The worst part is I'm sober. But mentally, I'm foggy as shit. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm trying my best these days. Um, but yeah, going from one end of the spectrum to the other... Um, so talking about dicks, we're talking about vaginas now, and, um, Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, we talked about this earlier on the podcast of, uh, her releasing her, um, her vagina candle that I don't know how well that sold. I'm assuming decently well enough, but, um, I guess it lit a woman's living room on fire and turned it, and I quote, into an inferno. Now... I don't know the, I don't know what caused this. I don't know if it was just lit the candle and it began like burning out of control or if like, say like a spark, it lit a rug on fire or something. I'm not too sure, but that's very terrifying. <laughs> I'm, me as a person, I love candles. I love lighting my candles and I have one lit right now. I don't know what it is because it is way out of my reach, but it's a nice comforting smell now i don't know what a uh going to paltrow's vagina smells like but i don't i don't know how it lights a whole fucking room on fire you know um so lit a british woman's house on fire um i guess she won the home good in an online quiz and she said the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. No shit, Jody. I'm sorry. That's like, what do you think? Um, but there was an inferno in the room. However, eventually Thompson said that her and her partner, David Snow, we eventually got it under control and threw it out the front door. So thank God it didn't burn the whole house down. Uh, but how do you make a, I don't know if it was, like, bootleg because she won it from an online quiz, but how the fuck does that happen? Also, this is a $75 candle. Now, that's way too much for a candle, first off. I mean, I guess it's, like, a personalized candle, so that's the way they she would justify it, which hats off to you, I suppose. Good marketing, good business, yada yada, people are going to buy it because it's, it's enticing, I guess, you know? It's interesting at the very least. But, um... Oh, she lost a second. Oh, she launched a second one called This Smells Like My Orgasm. Jesus. Ugh. I don't like the sound. I don't like, I don't like any of this. But, um, yeah, so the house didn't burn down or whatever they're living in didn't burn down. Thank God for that. But, ugh. Not a fan of that. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so impressive, like, how people make their money these days. Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle, not the weirdest thing. I've seen uh, bottled air before. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know who 2 Chains is. He's a rapper. But he had a series on, 
could have been Vice Land or Vice. Um, I don't know if it still goes on, but I remember years ago where he would try the most like expensive things of like expensive and weirdest things in the world. And one of them was like a uh, breathable air in a can. It's just canned air. And it was, um, oh, this air was captured from the Himalayans or like this air was captured from this and this. And like, you don't know that for a fact. There's nothing that like literally proves that. Or the fact that it would make any sense. Like, what would you do? Just take a mason jar and just, like, swing it in the air and then, like, cap cap, and you're like, okay, we got it. We got it, guys. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the business of canned air, believe it or not, but I could be. Maybe someday. But, I mean, like, if you got to drive, man, you can do fucking anything. You can make anything possible. If you want to sell butt-scented butt candles, sure. Someone's going to buy it. That'd be a good, like, gag gift, good April Fool's gift. Um, there was filtered water, but it was filtered like this runs off the creek of a mountain and it's the purest water known to man. And then someone drinks and it's like, yep, that's water. It's like people buying like Fiji water. Like, you know, there's nothing special about it, but it's got Fiji on it. So, I mean, it's got to be good. It's, I mean, I, I will say like there's some water that definitely tastes different like Dasani compared to like Nestle water very different they do not taste the same and I, I'll agree with whoever wants to die on that hill I'll support you I'm here for you just this once though but like dude you can do anything these days to make money if you sell it hard enough I guess if you are outgoing enough you can do anything I'll leave it at that but um yeah man I, I don't know I don't know if I would say don't buy Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle, but if you're interested, you got seventy five dollars that's burning a hole in your pocket, and you're like, I need a candle to see. I th I thought originally that it was supposed to be like um, it's supposed to ignite like your sexual desires or like get you in the mood. You know what I mean? But I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if people are just like, ah, I want to light a candle and relax, and they're like, I'm gonna go with the vagina candle. I think that's it. It could probably for some people, but what do I know? Not much. That's for sure. But, hey, regardless, that's why she's sitting in her comfy, probably Beverly Hills home, and I'm on my floor in my apartment. We're not the same, and that's okay. Maybe someday. Things change. Now, this isn't so much of a talk. Oh, I closed my fucking mix. What am I doing, guys? What am I doing? This will do. No, this won't do. Hold on. Go back. Yes. Sorry, you're going to listen to me decide on what I want to listen to. Oh, this is it. If you ever heard Stay, Stay With Me by uh, Miki Matsubara, absolute banger. It's from like 1979, but it's like been making a resurgence on like TikTok and shit. And not to be a hipster or anything, but I've heard the song before it became popular, but it just reignited my love for it. Don't judge me. I'm sorry. I'm one of those. But um, give that a listen. That's my music rec for the week. My other music rec is um, One Last Time by Somersault and Space Song by Beach House. Um, that's just the kind of mood I've been in these days. Not much else. But uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, I want to talk about how I feel so bad for the people on Twitter that need to, like, update what's trending. Because, dude, 
like people in fandoms of like I guess like YouTubers or like BTS, like K-pop or just like bands and shit. Like the cult following they have and like the weird shit they say and when you see it trending is so weird. Like there was something trending that was it literally said for me like um I hope we all die, I think it was. And then I come to find out it was just like some streamer or something put out like set on their stream like that and they're like get that trending i want to see what it looks like for people so like hey it gets me you know piques my curiosity but it's also like there's somebody out there that's getting paid to do this and then they have to like understand why it's like that i i just people are so fucking weird that it just i had to ditch the uh heated blanket because i was dying it was so fucking hot uh but i'm back and I want to talk about how apparently, you know, since, you know, we're talking about the inauguration, Joe Biden is now the president of the United States. Cool shit. But did you know that apparently Joe Biden's Peloton bike is a security risk? Now, I don't know fucking how, because I guess I don't, I don't understand cybersecurity too much. I understand getting hacked and all that shit, but it was just more the fact of like, how does hacking into the Peloton bike? I, I didn't know. I guess Peloton bikes got to be plugged in because the Peloton bikes are ridiculous. Like people that are hardcore, like on Peloton bikes, it's the same thing as running. It's kind of like a cult. But um, I just, my mental image was just like some Russian spy hacking the Peloton bike and then they're just like using it, but virtually. And then that's like the greatest threat to American security is that. I mean, obviously, it's much more than that, but just the fact, I just let me have my moment. Let me enjoy that. <laughs> like, it's the it's late night, and third shift security guard walks in the Oval's office because he hears something. Little does he know, it's the Peloton bike, and it's just like someone like, Eck, you can do this. Come on, keep going." And then the pedals are just like, like going f- wild. Now. This isn't the reality of it. The reality of it is, you know, they can hack and since the Peloton book is connected, they can hack through that and then access more things. That's that's the actual threat, and uh, that makes more sense, obviously. But wouldn't it just be better if it was the other way around? No thoughts, anyone? You guys can't talk back. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know why it's to do these things anymore. Oh, I'm so lost. Oh, this is a self-deprecated podcast. I was just fucking trying to joke about shit, hope people laugh, and then I'm like, all right, there it is, guys. There's the content. And then it's like, well, it's not good, but you still put it out. That's how I'm viewing lately, because I am a pessimistic piece of shit these days, man. God, I try so hard to be optimistic, but it's just so hard sometimes. Wah, wah, poor me, wah, wah. <laughs> uh... Um, I guess some some good things. Um, I've had a Path of Exile to keep me company. That's a fun game. Um, takes a lot of learning, but it's a lot of fun when you get into it. It just took me a while to enjoy it, but luckily I had a friend to hold my hand all the way because I'm a dainty, not knowledgeable young man. You know, that's my title. That's my job description. You look at my resume, it's at the very top. I don't even have my name on it. But um, I'm trying to think of other things to fill time. Because obviously, 
It's like the podcast just by getting shorter and shorter. I'm trying to keep it to like 30 minutes, but I'm it's it just feels like because I I record I try to record for like at least an hour an hour 30 like couple hours and then I try to edit that down into 30 minutes which I think I do a good job on I feel like my cuts are pretty good like the editing part is good but I just I could just do so much better for the content and it's just my mental is just not there for it lately I just feel so not prepared ever and it's like, I guess I could try and be the type of person that not, like, scripts the podcast, but, like, makes it, um, I don't know, it makes better guidelines. And I try to, but it just, I never do well with scripted uh stuff. I always have such a hard time, like, because then I overthink it, and then I start stuttering on the words, and then I just, like, blurt it out. Like, I try to get out as fast as possible so it's over already. It's... <laughs> It's like presenting like a group project in middle school or high school and you have like uh social anxiety. Like that's how it feels, but I'm literally just talking to myself. But it's also like, dude, talking to your talking to yourself and trying to be entertaining for a good amount of times is not as easy as it feels, man. Like I'm sure some people can do it like with ease and I I I, I try to do a decent job. I'm trying. Uh, I'm I'm doing my best these days, but it's just it's not as easy as you think it'd be. I don't know if I call it a skill. Cause it's not something that feels skillful to me. It's just you know, <laughs> it's just like you know. Normally you talk to yourself. You're just talking out loud at this point. That's all it is. But regardless, it's um, it's hard. <laughs> 